This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I got shows coming up, people, and I really want to see you there. So let me give you some specifics so you can get your tickets and make your plans. September 24th and September 25th, you can see me in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live. More shows are always being added, so just keep checking RussellPeters.com for updates. Now, please enjoy the show. We got uh, Shannon Briggs texting me all day. Shannon Briggs? The fighter. Okay. Boxer, former two-time heavyweight champion of the world. No, I used to be big into fighting. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, martial arts and fighting. I I do all my stunts when I'm fighting. It's uh, Shannon Briggs, and that looks like every boxer. Yeah, every big. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah. I used to do a lot of fighting. From, yeah, I mean teaching I, martial arts. Muay Thai. I started Muay Thai in '87. Yeah, I started boxing in '85. Oh, okay, was just amateur, and then okay. uh, I do jujitsu for the past five and a half years. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. That's, I love doing my own stunts and films. I'm uh, always scared to do them. Well, with the right the right, right projects. Well, no, not so much the coordinates. A lot of times I have to re-choreograph my fights, mm-hmm. which is fun to be able to do, mm-hmm. whether it's a strictly hands or feet and hands or, or wrestling, stuff of that nature. But I remember doing, uh, I was doing like this uh, sweeps episode. It was a two-part on something. And um, I was getting ready to do Pacific Rim right. with Camera Del Toro. And I was going to do this first. And, and Peter Fonda, rest in peace, was uh, the bad guy in it. And there was a scene where he's put. We get into it and we start fighting, and um, and my director was like, "Hey, so I, I hear uh, you like to do your own stunts." I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, that's what you heard, huh?" He goes, "Yeah, it's not true." I was like, "No, no, it's true." So, uh, you, you you excited to do this one? I, I said, "No." I, I says, "What do you mean no?" I said, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing this one." He goes, "Well, I thought you do your own stunt. I, I do, but I'm getting ready to do a a big film, and, and all due respect to the show, but you know, and, and I love Peter to death, but." You know, Peter's older, and and I, you know, these these things happen. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that I, hurt I know Peter got, Fonda. I know I've got a stunt man. Oh, I'm not going to hurt Peter. Yeah, but I know Peter is. He was in his 70s at the time. His, yeah. his motor skills, and I've worked with him before, so I I got a. I know how he works. You could see the deterioration even. In short, so I showed up the next day, and I said, "How'd the fight go yesterday?" Oh God. Well, the director's friend and there's a girl director. She came in to do the other fight scene, and she got her nose broken. And then your stunt man got his uh, cheekbone busted, 
and his lip busted and then Peter just started punching the cement because he was so mad that he punched the guy and I was like oh and you wanted me to do that stunt yeah see now you see why I backed yeah. out of that one exactly yeah it's not because I of course I'd love to do a fight scene do you know Peter. do you know a lot of the stunt coordinator guys in LA like Peter, Pete Antico do you know Pete it's been a minute because I've, I've done when I was younger I did a lot more violent films <laughs> yeah you sure did because you can do a psycho really well you do you do a you do crazy really well you know, it's a good thing that I have a place to vent yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Because <laughs> imagine, imagine. And that's the thing, because people don't realize, like, Whose you know, home would I be in if not for movies? There's Pete. Um, no, I always, tell, I always tell people, I go, when, when, when you see actors doing things, it's not, they didn't randomly pick this these this energy out of nowhere. That's something that's inside of them. That's something that was there. Well, one if I, they weren't an actor, that could have been them. <laughs> I would agree with you in a lot of different ways. Uh, 187, I, I'd kind of been out of the hood that for a That was a great movie. That was a, that Love was a, that movie. I, I that's, went, is that where you met Sam? That is. I mean, actually, no. I met Samuel before. I met Samuel at the premiere of uh, was it Menace? Yep, yeah, or Dead Presidents. Fuck, where's were you, you in Dead Presidents? Yeah, I was in both of them. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it was it Menace where he plays? Yeah, the fuck you were in Dead Presidents. Wait, was it Menace? Like, what you mean you ain't got the money yet? Motherfucker, better pay up or else. And he's Ma- like, I uh, told you I'd pay your monkey ass when I'm ready. Uh, yeah, well, who do you I think you is? Ron O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it. Yeah. What? what, what? Yeah. And he started blasting on him. Oh, yeah, dude, that's yeah. my face. So that's where I met Sam for the first time. And I love that. That's one of my favorites. Me and Jacob Vargas memorized those lines. We used to play that back and forth, that's, that scene, which was so much fun. I always feel like um, Lorenz Tate should have got an Academy Award nomination a couple of times. Yeah, he went and, on. And Chris Tucker could have got one for Menace. I mean, for um, for Dead Presidents. For Dead Presidents. Yeah, because you know, uh, a Chris Rock auditioned for that, and uh, there's quite a few people that auditioned. And and and, and Tucker, uh, I mean, he's not illiterate, but he, he's not he's not really a I don't like a reader per se. No, yeah, yeah. So he he had to he had to get off book to perform. Yeah. So he had to he had to prepare. So then again, the fear goes away, and he goes in, and he literally earned that role. So I had to yeah. do boot camp with him. Boot camp with Chris Tucker was hilarious. Chris is a great guy. He's a good I friend. love Chris. Uh, yeah. But this was before, you know, he, uh, gosh, I don't even know if Friday had even come out yet. I don't think it had. Jesus. But, uh, and the president's was like 92. No, no. 92, was it? 93. No, I think it was, I thought it was like 96. No, uh, 187 was 96. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I just remember, I remember Chris Tucker. 95 95 that's when it got released yeah probably yeah but i remember uh tucker got ambushed in the middle of the night um because he didn't want to do his 50 50 night watch right he, he told his hooch he's like go the fuck to bed man ain't nobody stalking us we had captain dale die stalking us and uh i just woke up in the middle of the night i just heard something and, and i put on my glasses and i looked out and i, I heard this chick chick and then boom, boom, and then a fifty caliber lit him up on this mountain on the other side. They flanked him. Just da 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 da. It's like, oh shit, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. And Lorenz and Michael Imperioli was my hooch mates, the three of us. Right. So we had to do fifty fifty night watch. I love Michael too. And, and Lorenz. I, I know. It's a good thing. I, for me, is like just to be able to like, oh yeah, I know them. I know that guy. I know that guy. It's kind and of. Bokeem Woodbine. He called me one day. He was like, Yo, Yo, Cliff, you ain't gonna believe this. I was like, I was like, What? It finally happened. I'm like, Oh my god, it finally happened. Like what? He goes, Yo. I got a car, man, and a driver's license. I'm like, finally, you're fucking 36, bro. Yeah. That shit should have happened when you were 15. He's in New York. Finally, that's why. No, this was L.A. Yeah, this no, but I'm L- saying New Yorkers, they oh. don't even understand. Like, yeah, well, he you don't drive, right? Oh, yeah. but you got a driver's license. 
You did. 55 years old. How, how old were you when you got your driver's license? 53 years old. Okay, Bo didn't get his shit until his 30s. Yeah, but when he called me, like, I'm like, motherfucker, that's not a surprise. I mean, I'm surprised that you got it finally, but it, it, it's not supposed to happen. When it happens, that's supposed to be 16. Because <laughs> everybody's excited to drive when you're 16. You driving before then. Shit, I was stealing my parents' cars and motorcycles. Oh, yeah, me and my friends were stealing cars back in the uh, mid-'80s, and none of us knew how to drive. We stole one time. We stole a Dodge Omni hatchback four-door. And it was stick, and none of us knew how to drive stick. We were just jerking around the city. And like a bunch of idiots, we, I drove it to my house and parked it on the street like three houses up and then went home. A stick? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was driving stick at 12. Yeah. My first car after that was stick. The one I first car I actually got was stick because I was like, all right, I don't want this to happen again. And then my first two cars were stick, and now I miss stick. Yeah, I know. I used to steal my dad's uh, Harley when I was th 13. It was a soft tail, so it was low. But when I was 15, he had an XT250, like the yeah. the, the one that uh, uh, Rambo had in First Blood. Right. That one. Eddie and, just got a new uh, Harley. Oh, yeah? Well, the, the 250 sits high, and I was 15, so I couldn't... I had to go to the curb to kickstart it, <laughs> you know, and I, I and it was Culver City, and, and I had to fill it up with gas before my stepdad came home because he would have beat my ass. Right. So I put a helmet on, glasses, gloves, and a leather jacket so I looked older. Yeah. So when a CCPD would come next to me, mm -hmm. I'd be driving down Sepulveda, Culver Boulevard by Veterans Park, you know, the, and then when at the light, I had to get off the seat because yeah. I was tippy-toeing, the cops would come by, and I, I had a lot of older, so I just looked by, I was like... What's up, man? Just real quick. I couldn't be like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm coffee. I was like, just riding my dad's bike. Yeah, I was just like, like, just real, like, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, hey. And then it, the light would turn green. I would get on it and then, <laughs> I'm literally like hanging off the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it, it'll, Trying to make it look like I'm thinking about something real quick. Pretty much, yeah. But I, it wouldn't sit up. I was tippy toeing. Is your dad American or? My, my, yeah, my, my real dad was, yeah, Clifton Sr. Oh, okay. But this was my stepdad and he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens. Yeah, he was terrible. Really? Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Your, uh, is your mom still alive? My mom is. Where's she at? She's at uh, Chatsworth. Oh, nice. In the deep, deep in the valley. Deep in the valley. You see her much? I do not, but I'm, I I'm, I'm actually talking to her more now to, because uh, as I find details about the family history. Right, because you need it now, too. Yeah, and she's the oldest out of the, out of the, the siblings, because it was her, my aunt, who passed away, and then my younger uncle, who was a, a medic in Vietnam, and just, he, he kind of, he didn't become an actor, and he's a, he, he retired, but he was doing dialysis, and was a badass. He had a chance to leave Vietnam. My grandpa called, um... Was it? It was uh, somebody became a senator that was an actor. Ronald um, Reagan. Uh, well, well, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. No, he called Ronald Reagan when the cops fucked with me. Um, the sheriffs uh, ransacked my my lowrider. I had a mini a hard body, a Nissan hard body. Remember those Nissan trucks? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Malibu. Everybody would slam them. Yeah, I slammed mine. Yeah, I slammed. I had I had the 15 inch Cern Vegas. In the back, two of them, the thousand watts of Kimwood, and uh, two pullouts. Dayton's on it. And no, I had KMCs. Nice. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to be strapped with right, the Daytons. Right. Yeah. Um. So the sheriffs ransacked it, and obviously, and I had. I, I was teaching martial arts. We were helping kids. I'd never smoked weed, mm -hmm. and and uh, my grandpa got so heated, he called Reagan, and then um and then Reagan's assistant. He had a few. Uh, she called me, and then next you know like the. The I guess the, the, the whoever the top guy is at the sheriff's department mm -hmm. and always the chief or a captain or whatever calls me. Why didn't you just follow follow the report? I'm like, 
What's that fucking do? Mexican. I know what yeah. reports do. They do nothing. Yeah. If I, I was a white person, yeah. maybe I'll go and file a report. Oh, this will work. A report. If you file, oh. filed it under Clifton Collins, it might have worked. Yeah, well, how is it? If they see Gonzalez, Gonzalez, they're gonna be like, "Hold on a second. I, I think they saw Gonzalez, Gonzalez when Reagan, the Ronald Reagan thing happened. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it sounds like a, it sounds like one of those Mexican law firms. Oh, it was uh, George Murphy, Eddie Cantor, and George Murphy. That was the team. So when George Murphy became a senator, my grandmother had seen my my uncle dragging a, a body to a Huey on the news, right? And and was like, "Oh my God!" And so my grandpa call, calls um, a George Murphy. And um, next thing you know, my uncle's getting a phone call on the battleship. And he's like, well, nobody's getting phone calls on the battleship. Yeah. I know who this is. It's Pops. He's like, mijo, he goes, your grandma, your, your, mom, your mom saw you on TV on the body. She almost had a heart attack. You, you're coming home. He's like, dad, no, I'm not. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to finish my tour. And when I'm done, then I'm coming home. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then he started cursing in Spanish. And the radio goes, Mr. Gonzalez, English, English, please. Mr. Gonzalez, because you couldn't speak another language besides English. Wow. Yeah, but but life was so hard at home. He'd rather stay in Vietnam. Wow! So we had a very violent upbringing. Yeah, yeah. I guess it sounds like it did. Yeah, and a I'm great learning. therapy session for you. I think this it, is. it is a great <laughs> therapy session. But you know, you got to get through the pain. You got to work well, with it. That's how, well. That's the thing. You got to. I always say you got to say things sometimes to hear it. So and that that does that sometimes could be bad in a relationship. With a guy, some I'll just say something because I want I want to hear how it sounds, and then they're like, "Why would you say that?" I go, and you can't explain it. They think you're deflecting, but I'm like, "No, I really just need to hear it out loud." Oh, so you repeat it? Yeah, I'll be like, "Ah, pop, pop, pop," and they'll go, "What the fuck was that?" I go, "I just need to hear it." And if I hear it, then I understand it better. It helps for me too. It helps for me to hear it from other people. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, like you- my, my grandfather telling me I could act. Because I didn't, I didn't think I could. I, I was afraid. I didn't think uh, I was. You're good. genetically predisposed to it. Why? Well, I, I would. You, you're so deep in the forest, you can't even smell the pine needles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're yeah. just like, you know, sure I was tap dancing. I was the class clown. I was always getting those laughs at school and detention. You know. How far did you go with hoofing? Hoofing? Uh, I still hoof. Yeah. I got my shoes at home. Actually, I do a little tap dancing jockey. Really? Yeah, well, they were like, hey, we think uh, uh, Jackson, the character I played Jackson, Jackson should do a dance. I'm like, I'm a horse jockey. How the hell, the hell am I going to do it? Like, give me a reason and I'll, we'll figure it out. And he couldn't really give me a reason. Right. Um, so I started, I found all these horseshoes all over the track, just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I thought, fuck, instead of tap shoes, maybe I can make some. So with these... I got a bunch of these old ones. Yeah. So the, when they're not real white, I can't wear them at premieres. Right. You know, when they get old, so I just, I could do like housework and shit and shoveling yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah, old, so, old, old sneakers. Yeah. So I brought Shell three toes. pairs. I brought three pairs. I put the bottle caps on the heels mm-hmm. and horseshoes on the front. Weren't they and fucking heavy? I, they were heavy. And it took me a day to adjust. My calves were sore. And once, so I practiced for a little bit. And that's actually on my Instagram. I put a little post with uh, to Bo Carter's um, I Get the Blues just to see how it worked. and then I, I follow you. Why have, have I not seen this? It was during the jockey period when we were filming, you'll see a whole little section. Just, okay. Just a handful of photos, but you'll see the tap dancing there. Yeah. And then I sent it to them. I said, dude, because I knew they wouldn't quite understand the concept of it. Because I'm like, no jockey would have a pair of legitimate tap shoes. Yeah. So I started with the, the Coke cans and the bottle caps like the kids do in New Orleans. Yeah. Because I love hoofing with those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go up to those kids in New Orleans and say, show me what you got. And they'd be like, I'm like, okay, well, that's what the other kids do. Show me another one. They're like, okay, like that's the same thing, but you led with the other foot. They were like, oh, like they knew that I know a little bit, them little youngsters. 
And then like, okay, like show me what you got. And then they show me a different move. And like, okay, so then I throw them a, a little five, a five, and then all the, the other family come running across. I'd see like, cause I always, I'd always go at like, I'd get, I'd get like a hundred dollars every Saturday and I'd get a bunch of fives mm-hmm. and I'd go to any of the musicians or the dancers. Yeah, I would just go, like I'd leave my hotel early in the morning and I'd the trumpet play, anybody who's doing anything that's entertainment. Right. You know, and I'd, I'd just be dropping fives everywhere. And that was my Saturdays in New Orleans and Sundays. I'd love doing that. Yeah, see, a lot of guys would take that hundred, turn it into ones and go to the strip joint. Well, the strip joint is uh, John Olmstead is the... That was kind of like my second home, Hustler. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Production dropped me off. Uh, Mr. Cohn's a uh, Hustler's clothes right now. I'm like, I understand. Yeah. If you can just drop me off on bourbon in front of Hustler. Knock on the door. Uh, we're closed. It's Cliff. Oh, sorry. Come on in, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. was my wind down. Just yeah, I get a it. A couple drinks before going to bed. My friend calls them wantstitutes. <laughs> he says they want a prostitute, but they can't commit to it. So they're wantstitutes. They'll dry humpy and get naked, but that's as far as you're getting. Honestly, them. it was just a hang for me. No, I get it. I mean, you know. I would sit at the bar and talk. I'd leave Garzés with all of them. It was no lap dances for me. It was yeah, not, yeah, that no, was I'm with you. I'm like, I don't, I don't even understand a lap dance anymore. I went through a phase, and like, a girl gives you a lap dance. I'm like, what are you doing? Then they look at you like they're going to kiss, and you're like, what are you looking in my eyes for? I don't want to look in your <laughs> eyes. I don't want to see your pain, and I don't want you to see my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on uh, Dead Presidents, we hit up the clubs pretty hard, and, and Tucker was dropping 50s. Where'd you shoot that? Uh, uh, Ovida, Florida. Really? Yeah, and the, the, the cab ride to the friggin' strip club was expensive, so we would jump in one and all split it. Yeah. But they was dropping 50s, and, and I'd always pretend that I left my per diem at home. So I'm like, <laughs> ah, I didn't bring any money. Oh, let me give you a laugh dance. Ah, I didn't bring my, my money. Like, and because I would always tell them jokes and get them laughing because you get them laughing and then they want to give you free lap dances. Yeah. So I would get free lap dances. Tucker's dropping 50s. You know, I'm dropping nothing and get lap dances. And he was dropping 50s on the girl's sister that I was talking to. Yeah. yeah. They look at him as a mark now. It, pretty much. But he, he would call me at like four in the morning like, yo, Cliff, get up here, man. I got your girl up here and her sister. I want to get with her sister. Like, I know you do, dude. We got to shoot M16s. Motherfucker, we shoot blanks. I know, but we gotta be alert. We can still get hurt. I'm going. We gotta get up in a couple of hours. Motherfucker, get up here, dude. Get up here. Like I was his golden key to getting to this girl, and uh, and I just I just went back to bed. I just look. We're we still shooting up sixteen. Look, there's still the you can still die. So you got to do all that in your early twenties. So <laughs> it was our like early you know 20s. what I mean. Yeah. So like you're doing that in your early twenties. It, I mean, for me in my early twenties, rest and sleep meant nothing. Well, like, hey, well, come on, let's go. We're gonna go get chicks. This is great. We got to shoot at six a.m. Fuck it, let's go shoot at six a.m. So here's here's the difference. I I grew up uh, with my grandfather talking about how hard it was to get work, how how much they suffered, how little they got paid, uh, how sometimes they got ripped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're never late for work. You're always prepared. And I think it was Andre Brower that told me once. He goes, you know, Clifton. A lot of these cats, they don't know. He goes, because I was asking about Glory. He's like, when I was on Glory, man, because I was watching Denzel and Freeman like a hawk. I was just watching him and learning and learning. And you had the other fools that were going out. And I was staying home. You got to think about like being an athlete. You got to get your rest. You got to be mentally rested, physically rested. And you got to be ready or you're like, not going to win. I've, I've only met Andre Broward once. Uh, I, I mean, I only, I, I mean, I, lo- I loved him on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So. Okay. I did Thief with him where we both got nominated for um, Emmys. He okay. won, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you then, have an Emmy, though, don't you? No. Golden Globe? I, what do you got? I don't have... I you have should a, have something. I have a SAG award. I've got some awards. Yeah, because you're not like, uh, you know... It's it's funny because you're one of those actors who... Everybody knows your name. 
Everybody. Like b- both of them? Both of them. They know both of your names. <laughs> they'll know you as Clifton Collins or they'll know you as Gonzalez. When they say Gonzalez, I know the old school. Yeah. Because I remember you. Because when, when I met you at um, Boondocks. At, at Boondocks, and they go, this is Clifton Collins Jr. I go, no, that's not his name. Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Yeah, I was like, that's not his name. I don't know him as that. And I don't know where. I, and I'm like, is there another guy? And you go, oh, you even told me. I go, no, that was, I changed it. And I go. I went back to it yeah. when I was doing Price of Glory. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was kind of being haunted. I, I lost my dad to a suicide when I was doing one eight seven. Right. Like two days before uh, I killed myself in the movie, I had my father's funeral. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, you know, Samuel was there for me every step of the way. Like he's, I make one call, I take care of everything for you. So it was always a weird thing being Gonzalez, Gonzalez, knowing that I was because I remember eating the morgue scene with Samuel. And you know what? A high school movie has a morgue scene. It's a high school yeah, movie. Yeah. I said, Sam, this is really weird. Man, goes, what? I said, well, you know, you know me as Clifton Gonzalez, Gonzalez, but I'm really Clifton Collins Jr. And we're we're here doing a fancy movie with you and Mel Gibson producing Icon Productions, and I'm Clifton Gonzalez, Gonzalez, pretending to be dead when the Clifton Collins Sr. is really dead, really in the morgue right now today. I just got to phone my sister asking me if I wanted anything from the morgue, which is very surreal. Like art imitating life. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what the yeah. hell you call it. I have that a lot in my life, like those weird moments. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Have you ever done that thing where somebody asks you how you're doing and you say fine, even though you're not fine? I know you have because I know I've done it and I did it for a long time. Anyway, here's the thing. You're probably not just going to reveal everything that's going on to whoever asks. It's much better to talk to somebody who's qualified to help you get through it. And that's why I recommend trying Talkspace, which makes therapy so accessible and easy. With Talkspace, you can match with a licensed therapist and schedule a live video session, all from the comfort of your phone, laptop, or whatever device you want to do. You can start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up. You won't have to wait weeks for your first appointment, and Talkspace will accommodate your your schedule rather than the other way around. I know because I have a therapist that I talk to, and I have to schedule around her. And now, guess what? Now I have Talkspace, so I don't have to schedule on anybody. Let me tell you something. 2020 and all the lockdowns really took a toll on me in numerous ways, and I'm not ashamed to say that I needed somebody to talk to. It kind of snuck up on me, and by the time I realized I needed help, I had honestly been bottling it all up for so long. Sometimes we wait a little too long to, to do what we need to do, right, men? But once I started talking to somebody, it really helped. So if you're bottling up some things and telling everybody it's fine when you know it's not, give Talkspace a try. It's so easy and quick to start, and you'll be so grateful that you did. Whether you're experiencing depression, anxiety, or problems, Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issue. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code PETERS. That's $100 off when you use code PETERS at Talkspace.com. And then when I did Light It Up, right from Light It Up, I went straight to Price of Glory and then Light It Up, people called me and they said, hey, uh, are you going to go by uh, your Collins name or Gonzalez Gonzalez? And I was like, that's trippy because I never ever talked about going back to my birth name. Yeah. Although I was tired of getting fucked with when you tra- when you travel, like oh, there's an alias or somebody's you do this or residuals or like somebody's by the name Gonzalez Gonzalez has got your social. Well, that's me. Well, who's Collins? That's me. I had to send copies to the IRS for every residual check. I still got like 40, I found 40 prints of my driver's license, my socials, my SAG card because I had to mail it with every IRS thing. And that was a pain in the ass. And then when they called me, like we were thinking about if, if you wanted to go back to, to your birth name, I was like, and then we were shooting at the Inglewood Forum and my, my dad had lived in a trailer park across the street. Oh, and I wow. got the phone call. And John Sade and I had gone outside, so I had a phone signal. And it happened to ring because I wouldn't have got it had I been in the boxing ring with John. Right. And then I picked it up and, it, and I just took that as a sign. Like, like I got to follow the signs. Like, you know, I honored my grandfather for 10 years. Hey, by the way, you got in fantastic shape with that movie. I draw, I went from one, I was at 165 and I dropped to 150 with Benny the Jet, Benny the Jet, my, one of oh, yeah. my childhood heroes. Oh yeah. Six I weeks bet. of, uh, I met Benny. I um, love Benny. Since Benny. I met Benny at a, at a martial arts thing in Vegas a few years ago. He's special. Yeah. That whole family's special. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very involved in that world too. So I meet a lot of these guys too. You know, Bill Wallace, I got to meet. Oh, wow. Superfoot. Yeah. Superfoot Wallace. Yeah. I met him right before he passed, actually. Oh, wow. I did a, a Walker Ranger with the. Uh, Chuck? With Tr- Carlos. Carlos uh, Norris? Yep. Is he, is he Mexican? Yep. Half. Really? Carlos Norris. 
Wow. You want to look up his? Did you know that? that one. Chuck Norris is half Mexican? And he looks like the fucking whitest white boy ever. Now, trip out on this. He was playing, in, we were both playing illegal aliens. So he had to get in a little bit of brown face. And I looked at Chuck, and I was like, hey, Chuck, how are you playing like uh, like an illegal million? Well, my name's Carlos. I'm half Mexican. I'm like, what? Yeah. What the hell? Because there was no internet back then. Yeah. So what the hell? Like, like but brown face and blonde hair. Right. <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he kind of a ginger almost, too? Oh, my God. He's like a Canelo. I don't know, but he wouldn't square off with me. I just want to do a photo of us squaring off, like like him and Bruce, you know, like, and he wouldn't do that with me. Really? Yeah. He trained under my jujitsu teacher. He got his black belt from my from John Jack from the Machado brothers. Really? I trained with John Jack Machado. Okay. And Hegan as well. John Jack is actually my son's godfather. Oh wow! I wouldn't mind uh, getting into some of that stuff. Oh, you'd love jujitsu. I, I think so. Especially for guys our age, it's even better because it's you know groundwork groundwork you get tired we're fighting and i get tired i know what to do to get my wind back i just pull you on my guard and be like all right now i can rest a little bit just a big old hug yeah no you, you <laughs> hang on i pull you yeah, in i hang yeah, on yeah. and if you're on top position you're i just have to wait for you to move and a lot of guys aren't going to move quick when you're in top position because that's where you're going to make mistakes so you want to think about it and the more time they take the more time you've got it's chess yeah not checkers yeah so yeah. it's fun you know? i was a good counterfighter yeah I that's what jujitsu teaches you it's, it's basically what it is oh, i used to love counterfighting I used yeah. to love it i used to love it so much i just love to fucking with people's heads it's almost like comedy yeah you know i'd i'd i'd, I'd, I'd pace myself i'd go i'd fight kind of slow at first you know, and I I do a couple moves, set some patterns, and then I go real fast and fuck yeah. them up. <laughs> I always get in trouble when I'm like rolling with younger kids because they'll they'll roll, they're quicker, they're faster, they're jumping all around you. Are and, you clothed? Yeah, you're wearing gi. Oh, okay. I do gi. It's it's easier. Gi is <laughs> it's easier not because Greek, it's Greek wrestling. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not. There's no olive oil involved and <laughs> Greco Roman. <laughs> the you, real Greco. You see where I'm going with it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, because you want to be clothed, especially in jujitsu. I can only you can imagine. be entered easily. <laughs> I can only imagine. Wait till you read Prison Ramen. You'll you'll see some of those stories. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, there's some good Eddie's ones. excited. He's probably gonna read it first, and he's gonna tell me all about it. Oh, he'll know some of those recipes. Oh, there, there we go. I, saw, I already saw ramen yeah. down there. <laughs> My favorite is a chili corn chip uh, pie. They um, sell those now at the food trucks, don't they, Eddie? Oh, they do the top ramen now with the uh, media. Have you seen a lot of pictures of doing that? No. You can buy them on food trucks and stuff. And they do the tapatio uh, top ramen. There's a tapatio top ramen now. Do you know that? Wow. Yeah. We got it here. I'm going to go grab oh one God. and give it to him so he can take it home with him. So I donated a portion of the proceeds to Homeboy Industries and Father Greg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was I, just... I always make sure I buy my water at the airport from Homeboy they have that. They have the store there. Oh, their cafe is amazing. They got at, great at, sandwiches. At Homeboy, at, what, at Homeboy Industries. Yeah, a, a homegrown cafe next door. Uh, it's a, or, oh, it's organic food. It is delicious. Yeah. I met the guy that started it um, at an event once. Not not Father Greg Boyle. Uh, no, one of the. I guess he might be the figurehead of it or something. But okay, it was a like a, a looks like a retired cholo. It's a, it's a great, it's uh when you walk in That's there. That's the tapatio one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. And there's extra spicy, too. Oh, man. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Eddie. no, don't stop. Now you're talking. You want one? He'll you're make you one You're right talking now. dirty to me. Oh, my God. Let me get you one made one right you're, now. You're wonderfully evil. Yes, I do. Eddie, make him an extra spicy one. Fine. Fine. I'll take it. <laughs> it's a love-hate thing. Yeah. It's a. Dick, you want to make an extra spicy one for? Extra spicy. Oh, my God. 
That sounds really amazing. Oh, yeah, you're going to love this. Oh, my grandma used to make some of the craziest uh, uh, huevos rancheros in the chile and stuff. Yeah. All homemade. Uh, when grandpa would make it, you always knew when grandpa would make it because when I'd pull up to the house, oftentimes they'd be outside coughing because he made it too strong, just like pepper <laughs> spray. So when I'd see them outside coughing, I'd pull up laughing my ass off and also excited because I knew it was going to be hot. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, grandpa made the chili this morning. Honey, go see me. Oh, I put too much uh, chili. It's going to be picosoy. I said, <laughs> okay, grandpa, cool. I, uh, I like uh, chilequiles. That's what chilequiles? I like. Chilequiles? I make a bomb ass chilaquiles. Yeah, I just like it because I like I like texture. So you get the crunch and the soft and mm -hmm. the, you know. And I think I like the red one better than the green one. Look, everyone's starting to make these. They put media in the ramen. They put media. Okay. In Panamago, LA. Oh wow, that looks really good. Okay, I'm gonna stop looking at that. That's that's. Uh, oh yeah, Pix Megan, you uh, with no BDL though. I got Pavlov big time. Like, yeah. I'm all, You're gonna be BDL. I'm not even stoned, and I'm already. Oh my god. Yeah. You want some weed? By the way, have if <laughs> now afterwards maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We got you if you need it. Yeah. We're very stocked here. <laughs> and you're close to my house too. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. You just you can literally stop by any time. Oh, I love I love that you're here. I just I yeah. I'd love to come by for fights. I've been really. Oh yeah, we watched the fights last night here. Yeah, did I was I was busy. I was so deep studying and researching and writing for Grandpa. For Grandpa, yeah. yeah. Like what, like it's funny because you can think that you found everything and you know you. You change a letter or a word, and next thing you know, you tap into like a treasure chest of photos and history, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then you're up for like three more hours. What's the direction you want to go with the story? Uh, it's, it's, I'm going to start with the origin story for grandpas as a feature. And then um, I was speaking to my reps about doing um, uh, a mini series just on the carpa scene from the right. 1900s to 1940s. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Remember I told you the dog was acting like a brat? She does that when she's tired. So she acts like a brat when she's tired, so you'll pick her up so she can sit on your lap and fall asleep. Aww. And that's what she's done now. So that snoring you're hearing is, <laughs> is the dog. Well, because she's a pug. She's got big-ass eyes. She can't close them. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's how my mom used to sleep. Oh, he knows. She knows. Yeah. <laughs> Do we get a clean one on that? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, it's my pug. That's uh so you're really enjoying this podcast, huh? Yeah. But how was the fight last night? I mean, Tyron Woodley really wasn't busy enough. He wasn't busy enough. Nah. He stood there, and I don't know what he was waiting for. He would wait for Jake Paul to throw punches, and then he'd throw, try and throw a punch. I'm like, you're the professional fighter here. You should be dictating the pace of this fight. But maybe he was, and that was his way. No. You don't think? Because he was, he was he, fighting a taller guy, and he was fighting on the outside. I mean, you should be fighting on the inside. Because his long arms. Yeah, you guys got long arms. You, you should dip in, get put your forehead on his chest, and get busy. But he fought the wrong fight, and he deservedly lost. Wow! And I can't believe he had that nerve to be like, "No, I think I won that." I'm like, "No, you did not. You, there's no way you should think you won that." Wow, that's interesting. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. It's uh. But anytime there's a fight, it's, and and I'm home, it's here. We have the fight here every time. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize you were so close to me. Yeah. Oh, what now? Okay, we're, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up there, baby. What, what, what are you barking at? Okay, go on, go on. Go figure it out. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what do you think, Cliff? You good? I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. All right. <clears throat> we're going to get you some top ramen, the tapatio, tapatio ramen. Tapatio. I'm excited for you to see Jockey. Yeah, I want to see. Is it, when's it out? Uh, it'll be out in December, but um, I might be able to get you a, a link. Yeah, yeah. They do that now, and I... 
I still haven't, I've gotten sent, I've been sent a few links and I still don't know how to operate it. Yeah, this one would be a very special closer link. So right. you won't have to do, go through the whole rigor mortis, the whole yeah. thing of, it's confusing. There's a little theater upstairs I can watch it in, that's why. Oh man, no, this is a beautiful, I mean, we had a crew 10, so. Wow. Yeah, it was very small. And so it was easy to, and we had a live horse, horse track. It was live. Like, so I would literally Where'd jump. Where'd you shoot it? At, at a turf paradise. Which is? In Northern Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was like a church like on every corner. That oh, part yeah. scared me. Yeah, that, that just freaked me out. That no, kind of when stuff. you when you walk three miles and you pass eight churches, you're like, how evil are these people in this town? You you need this many churches. That's what I say all like, the time. How, are you people this bad that you need this many churches? And then and how did the church get people like we we got the better God or hey yeah, you'll yeah. get to heaven here? Yeah, like, yeah. What, how do you get people into your parish? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, big sign. God God eats here. Yeah, know? right? <laughs> like I didn't it was creepy. Like I'm way cooler with liquor stores than I would much have rather have a liquor store. Same. At it least was, I know I can trust them. Uh, it's the truth. Yeah, some Everclear, some Cisco. Yeah. Remember the old Cisco? No. You, remember, you know Cisco. You remember Cisco? A little little bottle of Cisco with jab. Why well, I'd be singing Distant Lover out to all the ladies after one little bottle of Cisco. Yeah. Grape. It tasted like solid, like liquid Kool-Aid syrup. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, but one little, one little, like I remember my homeboy from Watts, like, here, homie, I'm like, what are you clowning me? You got an OE, a big old OE, and I got a little purple Cisco? Don't worry, you'll be fine. I'm like, whatever, dude. Well, distant lover. I'm like singing, walking out the club, just literally singing to chicks like, yeah, man, like I know them personally. I ain't met none of these girls. I'm singing to all of them. Like, you're fearless in your 20s. Oh, yeah. Fearless. Like, I could take all these girls home. Oh, I was I was that guy. I was terrible. In my 30s. When I started drinking, that's when I was, uh, I became really like, I was getting laid a lot because I was just, my game stepped up. My 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 uh, fears went away. I was like, let me talk to this girl. I, I didn't realize what a bad reputation I had until I got engaged. And then Did you have a bad my, reputation? I, I, all, the, all my exes came out. A bunch of them were mad at me. And then chicks didn't believe it was happening. Like they thought it was like, this can't be happening. You know, because I've never been engaged. And when I got engaged. <laughs> I've been engaged. Uh, well, this, the woman I'm with now, I'm actually marrying her. So. Um, but when? The, the, and f next year, next year, how long we have a date been, and everything. I just don't want to say the date been on here. For like four or five years. No, we haven't even been together that long. Oh, okay. Year and a bit. Oh, okay. But I, we just, we clicked it like we, uh, no, we're just, we just, we get what's, it's that when you go, I went, fuck, I get it now. I get it. How beautiful is that though? To yeah. find a compatible. Yeah. And she's from Long Beach. You know what I mean? She's not like. Strong Beach. Yeah. She's from the hood part of Long Beach. Ninth and Elm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So she's not like a, she's not like a little prissy one. She's, right. But there's something beautiful about people that, that come from places where they had to climb out of. Yeah. And rise out of. More yeah. We're very similar in that regard. We both do what we had. We did what we had to do to get to where we had to get. It builds character. Yeah. So struggle. We both appreciate struggle. We don't appreciate people who don't appreciate struggle. Same. Because I'm same. like. You don't know struggle. You don't really know adversity. I can't even hang out with you. Yeah. I can't. I just yeah. can't, can't. And I always liken it to boxing. I like everybody thinks they're going to be good at this. And the first time you get cracked on the jaw and you feel your legs go wobbly and the birds are singing around your head, you go, wow, why did I do this? This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's the same with comedy. The first time you get booed off stage is when you find out, are you going to do this more or are you going to quit? How was that? It was, it made me stronger because it made me realize, don't let that happen again. It's the same thing with boxing. Oh, did I just drop my right hand? Remind me to keep my right hand up next time. Right, know? but you're not, you're not in a, on, a, on a stage though. Well, you are sort of. I well, mean, people are watching you. Yeah. Right, but, but people didn't pay to come watch you box. Yeah, right, exactly. Whereas here, you're hoping to have like a career of sorts yeah right so and i would imagine so, but the first time is the worst time is it yeah because you're like wow and you know you play it back in your head and you realize it was you it wasn't them but sometimes but you also got to know who you're playing to yeah and i was green i was i was four years into the stand-up then i that was 90, 1993 you know i was i've been doing it 32 years so like at that time i was like oh this I, my mouth went completely dry and i remember thinking in my head like it felt it felt the exact same as it felt like that because i remember it felt like a dream sequence when it was happening and i'm like get me out of here my head i'm like get you get out of here run retreat get out of here and i just peace and i walked off and i remember i wanted to cry but i i couldn't cry because i'm like you look you're like a bigger bitch at that point so i'm like i just sat there like numb i was like Ugh. but now you probably got ace cards that you know that you can pull out well, now you now you know if it's you or not, right? You know, at that time I knew it was me, but now, now uh, the further you get into it, you know when it's them, and you know, and you also know where you went wrong. You all can point pinpoint, but right there is when I made the wrong turn. So what was it? A bad joke? No, it just wasn't ready. It was I was opening for the Far Side, um, and they were hot as hell at the time. They had passing me by out, and it was in Toronto, it was my hometown, and. And I'm a hip hop guy, but the you know the scene doesn't really know me. That nobody knows I'm nobody at the time. And I had a I had this baseball jersey made to wear on stage that said strictly hip hop, and it was it was cream and red, and I wore these red jeans with it. And uh, and here's why I made the first mistake: I got this dope jersey made, and then I tucked it in my pants, <laughs> like like it was a shirt. And yeah, I'm like yeah. idiot. 
So I walked out and the audience was like, who's this clown? And then and then from there, you know, just bam, bam, boo, boo, get off. But wait, and, so so how do you And I and, and thinking back, had I had more experience in the comedy world, I could have won them over. Really? But I was just so not, I I had not had that happen before. I had no Real adversity happened in the comedy world at that point. So. so how do you go about going on the second time? And what's the fear factor like on that second time? Well, no, you know where you went wrong. You, you realize what you did wrong and you, f and you don't do that again. It's the same in boxing. Try to correct that mistake. It's same martial arts, you know. And you and you and I bombed in front of people I wanted to not bomb in front wow. of. Wow, so, so, so the stakes got to be way higher. Yeah, but again, still nobody knows who I am. I've not done any TV. Gotcha. So, I'm invisible so you kind of have still. a clean slate, so to speak. Yeah, and you have the like personal experience now. And there's no internet. I mean, there's no. there literally was no internet yet at that time. There was no. But social. you knew though. I knew, and even that's though where the you, audience that's, didn't. Know. That's where you dig into yourself. So did you? So did you go back and you put it back together? Like I don't do that. Or did you modify the routine? No, it wasn't even. It wasn't even the act. It was. It was visual. It was tone. It was all the things you don't pay attention to. And that's when I became more aware of what I'm wearing on stage and how I'm wearing it. And, I, you know, I still pride myself on how I dress when I go on stage. Interesting. Okay. Well, I love that insight. She smells your food. She's like, ah, tapatio, ramen tapatio me gusta mucho. He's the new, the new face of, of ramen. She is. They, they, got, I don't, they don't make puppy ramen. They probably do. They probably do. They make huh? everything for everyone now. They do, don't they? Because people get offended. Oh, she's coming around to your, she's coming around. All right, let's wrap this up. Cool, now. brother. Um, thanks so much, Clifton. Dude, for, thank you, thank you for the uh, invite, my I mean, man. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you did it. I didn't think we would get you, to be honest with you. What? Oh, I don't I'll, know. I just look at you like I look at actors like they're busy. They got things to do. I forgot. I have a book here in case you was busy, so I could finish reading this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I, you know, I was. So, and for me, you know, you're you're not like a a a, a B list actor. You're an A list actor. I oh, appreciate that. I don't see myself as that. Well, but thank you should you, brother. see yourself as that because you are. You probably have a, a quote a rate. Uh, I'm not really. You should get a rate, Paulie. Get him a rate. Maybe I have a Collins is available. Um, his his starting rate is uh, five million, but you can negotiate up or down from there. I'm okay, happy to go. Here. I'm come happy here. to go either way. Come here. Come here. Anywhere, anywhere from. It's over. Your jockey's a, yeah, it's a special He's one. He's going to get an uh, endorsement deal from Jockey, the underwear brand. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, we're doing the Academy push, so we're, we're excited about that. That's the first time that we're, you know, people think I got nominated for Capote, which is kind of funny to go to, like, oh, like, oh, man, I was like getting an Oscar for that. I'm just like, oh, it's great. I just keep walking. Yeah. I can't yeah. even get nominated. <laughs> well, I, you know, that's uh, perception, right? It's all about perception. This whole game is about perception. It really is. Because, you know, Again, you know, you don't, you're one of those guys who is un, un, unpinpointable. Like, is he that guy or is he this guy? Because he plays them both really well. Which guy is this guy, you know? And that's fun for me. Yeah, because you can that. play it off according to how you feel. How you want that person to perceive you is how, is how you can handle the situation. Do I want them to know I'm a nice guy? Maybe I don't. Maybe I sense dickiness from them. And I'm going to give him this version of me. It's good to just be quiet and observe. Yeah. And just pay attention. Yeah. And you'll know right away. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. So Clifton Collins Jr., Gonzalez Gonzalez. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brother. That same, um, brother. This is Russell Peters. This was this episode of Culturally Cancelled with myself in my backyard with horns, sirens, um, helicopters, airplanes, and of course, Paulie's fucking phone went off. 
and a snoring puppy. And then Kango Kid once again reappeared. And baby, baby C is here, and it was her birthday. It's happy birthday, baby. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you like the podcast, please be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so more people can find out about it. And if you didn't like it, go fuck yourself. And follow us on Instagram at culturallyrp on Twitter. We're also on YouTube if you want to see what the backyard kind of looks like. You don't really see what the backyard looks like. You just see where my smoking section looks like. And you can probably sneak a peek in the house, you weirdo. Also, we have a phone line now, so call and leave a message. You can ask me about whatever you want to ask me about. Hip-hop, parenting, food, boxing, MMA, relationships, comedy, sex. I don't give a shit. Ask me whatever you want. If you want to leave a message, the phone number is 424-666-1983. That's 424-666-1983. Until next week, I'm Russell Peters. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.